Welcome to What We Binge. Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, this is Mike with the Quiet Storm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this I, is I, Jeff. Yeah. I actually always wanted to be, not always, but I think I could be a good, like, Quiet Storm or, like, soft rock DJ. Yeah. Like, if radio was, like, you know, hiring and paying well. I yeah. Don't know. And I was like, and now we're going to listen to Dire Straits. <laughs> so, I didn't know. Now, but yeah, okay. For the so, so we're talking about row, Careless Whisper by George Careless Michael. Whisper. Okay. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. So, we're, we're talking about Charlie, something yeah. very obscure from the why are we talking about Charlie the Unicorn? Let, 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 let's start off with that because, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty interesting subject to talk about. There's really not a lot of podcast episodes about this legend of internet humor. But it was kind of one of the first. And, um, you know, if you're a boss and a manager or anything and you're a millennial or, you know, you're younger and uh, your boss, you know, is an older millennial or something. uh, I I don't know if this would help your case. I I don't know if like, you know, everybody saw this, but there's probably going to be that once in a while boss that's going to be like. If you, somebody goes, Charlie, they're going to be like, oh, my God, how do you know that? And there you go. Generations connect or whatever. But it, it, <laughs> I don't know. We're really, uh, uh, we're really excited about these people who have like millennial bosses. Yeah. Uh, we're not I there know, yet. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I was wondering, bosses. like, know, are, are there are there any millennials who are actually bosses? Are they all yeah. stuck in like gig work? Uh, <laughs> that's sad <laughs> it's like i mean there are like millennial bosses, bosses and stuff and like i guess the people that i met that are pretty higher up and are millennials you know they they were pretty heavy into like you know inter- internet humor when they were kids or they were pretty heavy into like mm-hmm. you know if they played a video game they were all into it if it was like the sims or animal crossing or like those kinds of games or like pokemon is like so I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like this is a successful demographic we should talk to are the weirdos that used to watch Return of the Unicorn because <laughs> chances are they're writing our paychecks right now. So <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I, first weirdos, saw, yeah. I mean, Charlie the Unicorn it. was one of those things that like really shows like the kind of humor that worked on the internet or on YouTube in 2005. Yeah. Um, I think like nowadays we're in the era of the internet being in the mainstream and, you know, weird stuff, uh, is reserved for, you know, the, the most obscure Reddit threads. And like, that's where you find those random things these days. But back in the day, uh, when, when, when I was in high school, like the random stuff was all on YouTube. That was maybe like a year old at the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, you just have these weird, you know, neon cat, uh, yeah. my diamond sword, like, you know, Minecraft was starting. <laughs> uh, but then like, yeah, Charlie the Unicorn was one of those things where I think you're as pissed off as Charlie during the whole video. Like, you know, I, I was like, where's this going? And, yeah. and, and like nowadays, I think no one has the patience to ask themselves, like, where's this like five minute 
video or two minute video leading to like everyone wants to see like oh i want to see the five second dance now like i don't want to print or like i don't want to look at this you know like charlie the unicorn was like the definition of like slow burn when it came to humor especially back then because i think it came off the coattails of like you know adult swim kind of Mm -hmm. humor but also like napoleon dynamite how napoleon dynamite how kind of popularized that like slow burn awkward kind of humor and yeah there's four parts to charlie the unicorn Uh, i actually did i I actually didn't know that until this morning when uh, we were talking about it i didn't know there was a fourth part and the fourth part is like what like 20 30 minutes long but yeah i mean the 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 big finale i think came out more recently because the, the guy who created charlie the unicorn a uh, guy called uh jason Steele, who still runs his youtube channel uh film cow you think it's called yeah um like he's still doing charlie the unicorn stuff and apparently he has like a 20 minute finale uh with charlie the unicorn that came out more recently but like i think there were like four charlie the unicorn videos there was like the one that came out in 2005 and then there were a few that came out like in the next, like, you know, the following five or six years. Yeah. But, um, uh, like I think like the first video, which was kind of a revelation to me because like a friend of mine kept talking about Charlie, Charlie. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Oh dude, you have to look at this. And, uh, uh it's like the weirdest you know slow burniest also kind of like not safe for work like the end especially like uh it, it i think it encapsulated like the internet at the time it's just like something that feels odd yeah but is weirdly funny but you don't know why and uh <laughs> yeah Okay, let's talk. Let's talk for a second. If you haven't watched Charlie the Unicorn, yeah, like what are we even talking about? We're talking about like thirty minutes there. We're talking about like a little five minute video. Like, what what is Charlie the Unicorn? Charlie the Unicorn is an animated uh, internet, you know, video about a unicorn called Charlie, who uh, get like gets approached by two other unicorns, and uh, the whole thing is about how annoying these other two unicorns are. And uh, like they always wanted to take him on some adventure and you don't know what the, the hell it's about. And like these two unicorns are like the most of the comedy is about how Charlie the Unicorn is kind of like, uh, I, I think in one of the videos they call him a downer. Like, oh, yeah. so you're always like this. You're, you're like, you're a real down. Like he's like, I guess a pissed off per, like unicorn. And these two unicorns are so annoying. Like that, that's what I was talking about when I said like, you know, I'm as annoyed as Charlie when I look at the video sometimes, cause like, they're so annoying. And so like the whole Charlie, it's like these two unicorns, like Charlie, yeah. Charlie, come with, come with us to the candy cane mountain, Charlie. And then like, <laughs> you know, Charlie unicorn is like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah. Like, no, come with us. Come. It's like, no, I don't want to. And then they're so annoying that they kind of like, you know, they force him to come with them because they're so annoying. And, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of the comedy is, is played, like comes from how annoying these guys are. And it's just like, I don't know, like the, the one that really made me laugh this morning when I saw it again, because I haven't seen Charlie Unicorn in years. Um, I was like, they're on a bridge. And then like one of the unicorns is like, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. It's like, what? We're on a bridge, Charlie. 
yeah. <laughs> like obviously we're we know we're on a bridge so it's like this guy's being so annoying just to say that we're on a bridge but it it's sort of like um and then in true like internet fashion at the end uh, i don't want to spoil it but there's sort of, there's sort of like a very kind of it's very surreal is what it is and so like there there were three other videos that came out in between like you know 2005 and 2012 or something like that mm-hmm. and it's always the same scenario it's like charlie trying to live his life and these two unicorns coming to take you know they come and take him to an on an adventure and every ending has some kind of you know uh magical character that sings and then explodes yeah uh, <laughs> essentially <laughs> so basically it was like uh it, it was like a weirdly animated it's something that you know, before yeah. the internet and came it's around. very low, like budget animation. Like it, yeah. it was really a product of the internet at the time. Like very, I, I think probably if South Park hadn't come out a few years earlier, maybe like the idea of just having that low budget animation would not have come up in that or would not have been so popular on yeah. the internet. And it feels very like this kind of, this kind of video would have been on like Adult Swim at like what yeah, 12 definitely. or 1 in the morning but um Adult Swim even ha- actually has like weirder and like more you know explicit stuff like that that Opal video that came out I was like whoa but it's like um yeah Charlie the Unicorn kind of like teetered that line it wasn't really adult animation there wasn't really anything that explicit except for like uh, they took my kidney. That that's what happens at the end. The, the Charlie gets his kidney <laughs> taken for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Like well, he goes like, into the candy cave. Go into the candy mountain cave, Charlie. It, it, and then it, it like, had he gets tone. knocked out. Yeah, it, it had this tone where like you think something's gonna like pop out or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. this weird creepy tone throughout the whole thing, and then it just ends. And it's like the and internet then he wakes up and they took his kidney. Yeah. Well, what I failed to realize back when Chart of the Unicorn came out was how much this would change taste and humor and basically everything. Because, like, even to this day, I come from the like the, the mindset uh, that comes from like you know watching old sitcoms and or like old comedy movies or like even reading Mad Magazine. I was one of the few like kids that like actually read Mad Magazine because by the time I was reading them, like they were already kind of you know, fading in relevancy. So like, I always had like a tone or something like, or like a rhythm of what humor is supposed to be in my head. And Charter the Unicorn, I think started a trend of just, you know, I think a lot of people that put stuff out on the internet, they didn't really have too many prior influences. They literally just threw stuff together and just like threw it out there. But it's like the, the mixture of that is kind of what, started to like change I, I would say like the mindset of like even like the more broad mainstream America of like what's funny what's not what what will people respond to and even to this day like now corporations have caught on to like so-called internet humor but you know can't seem to get it even though you know being on social media is kind of like a it's kind of like a necessity now it's like it's still a kind of humor that won't that like as soon as you get it it's like gonna go the other way you know what I mean (laughs) and it's like this weird humor where it's just like just saying the wrong thing saying a word a certain way or I I don't know yeah it makes it funny 
like I would I would go for so far to say that like the humor that came out of Charter the Unicorn kind of led to things like Dogecoin being invented. Yeah, just people like you know messing around just because like oh I'm going to create a cryptocurrency just like yeah you know that's called Do- Dogecoin just as a joke or something yeah and it's now like, it's like a huge thing yeah because uh, <laughs> like Doge from from like when that whole doge beam got popular and then ended up on like buzzfeed it was kind of that charlie the unicorn ish humor where it's kind of like you don't really know where it's going and all it was was like memes of the dog saying like oh such something wow like such humor such hey wow and it's like i didn't i i didn't know what the joke was even back then but those who got the joke you know wanted to take it to the next level and say it said hey let's take this humor and turn it into money so that was a joke and then i guess elon musk posted about it as a joke and it's like nowadays if you want to be successful you need to like be aware of where this internet humor is going like it's Mm -hmm. it's so subversive and weird and like i didn't think that something like charlie the unicorn would like you know, kind of lead to that, you know. And when Charlie the Unicorn came out, there was more than just YouTube because at the time the big like the, the big video sites were like what YouTube, iFilm, Vimeo, uh Newgrounds, Ebombs World, those are like the two where it's like if you wanted the more kind of like you know low budget funny stuff. Yeah. And now it's basically all compressed onto YouTube and YouTube is like the juggernaut of video entertainment like that's that that's it it's youtube is cable so it's (laughs) what's weird is that vimeo like used to be kind of like a youtube alternative and now it's just like a place to put your your you know yeah daily motion uh yeah but like vimeo now it's just like a thing for professional cinematographers and just like to put your portfolio on yeah. It's more of a, hey, you want to have like high quality video and share it with your clients or something like you use Vimeo. Right. But like YouTube is kind of like mainstream, whereas Vimeo has become kind of, a, you know, oh, this is where real fame filmmakers are, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, you just reminded me of something like, you know, just to like imagine how old this is uh this like try the unicorn came out when we were all using msn messenger yeah. instead of whatsapp and uh i messages and all that stuff yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> the beginning of just like chats and as well i it was just like a crazy i don't know i don't know if uh you know what the next thing will be uh as some of you may have guessed uh, from one of our previous episodes i'm not a big fan of the metaverse but uh i mean it's like a cool idea but i don't like the idea of like just living my life online because i already don't really live my life online (laughs) yeah i mean you you me had like moments in our lives where we basically like lived our entire lives online i mean like you can't be in advertising without doing that no, definitely, no. definitely. But yeah. I mean, like, you know, the other day I, I, I had an interview the other, the other day and someone was like, oh, well, what social, plat- what social media platforms do you use? And I was like, I've been cutting down actually yeah. <laughs> on social media because like for my mental health. 
Yeah. And uh, I mean, to begin with, I've never been big on social media, which I guess most people can guess because of how much stuff we put on our Facebook page. And yeah, uh, yeah. It, we're, we're trying to tiptoe not, around yeah. it, but it's like it, you, you got to be on the social media now. It's it's like, but yeah, you have to be there. Yeah. But, yeah. but what social media is has expanded, you know, like social media. It's like I, I think that the generation gap between I, I would say us and maybe like somebody who may be like what 10 or so now is like our idea from social media comes from my like primarily myspace facebook like you make a mm-hmm. make a profile put some stuff you like and you know opinions once in a while if you're having a bad day just throw your opinions of the world out there and it's like um what social media is now is such an encapsulating thing that's like that literally just means like user generated entertainment and that's literally yeah. all it means because it's like it's like basically tv without the um without as much i would say like really powerful gatekeepers to the resources and that, that yeah. that's all it is it's like there's snapchat is basically like the new mtv you have discord you have this that this that and it's like you're it's more of an ecosystem now than like a thing. And it's like, I, I think we're, we're going to start being the first generation to like figure out, you know, how in adult life, how to like wean ourselves off of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, before, before all of this was such a thing, again, it was like, if you wanted your weird stuff, you had your Charlie Bay unicorns. And if you wanted your social media, you had MySpace. And that was like, basically all there was and as a kid i failed to see how those two would basically be like the primary source of entertainment for the world <laughs> like after like yeah, i it's like, like um yeah you know i don't know like we had charlie the unicorn now uh i mean every other illustrator has a has their own like comic book strip on instagram yeah like you know, everyone does their own thing. It's kind of like, maybe it's because, I mean, you know, uh, it used to be something that like if very few people took seriously and now that everyone's on Facebook, on YouTube, on everything, like we're just overwhelmed with a bunch of stuff. And that's where you kind of get this kind of mind thing where I think everything looks like everything else. Right. Yeah. On the internet nowadays. And it's very, uh and it's it's like very rare to find something that's very different and new maybe maybe like i think tiktok had a moment now yeah. it's all more like mainstream stuff i think every new social platform has a so- sort of moment of oh i've never seen this in this yeah. format before yeah. and then you know everyone gets on it and then the there's like a normalization of what gets put on there yeah I think TikTok is the first social media to me. And like, I know people are going to disagree with me, but my opinion of TikTok is that it's the first real like mainstream social media platform that came in mainstream and it's come, you know, it, it's like, yeah, like, I, I, I mean, don't the, think the, that there was, media, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, I mean, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. It's kind of like, 
you know, there wasn't like a TikTok for 10 years and then people discovered it. It was like TikTok showed up, it blew up. And that's like the way it is. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> like, like Facebook even had to like gain traction and had its own story. MySpace, Zynga and all of that. And then mm-hmm. when, um, yeah, TikTok, because TikTok started as two separate apps, right? TikTok and Music. Yeah. And I, I wonder if people remember, it wasn't even that long, maybe like, what five six years ago there would always be these ads for a mm-hmm. musically that would come yeah. up on instagram like the one with that kid that there was this ad with a kid kid making like sounds with his mouth like mm-hmm. and then he just did like you know a montage of him doing that and and over time that i it's like and then over time that merged with tiktok and then after tiktok yeah. like merged and came out all of a sudden walmart wanted to buy tiktok and I don't know what their ownership is, is in it yet or anything, but it's like, yeah, that to me, that became like the first, that, that became the first social platform that like came in and, you know, yeah. that, that came Once, in yeah. as like such a big mainstream, you know, Walmart kind of product. I don't, I don't know well, how else to like, describe it. I, yeah. I mean, I'll try to explain it the way that, that I guess I, I'll, I'll try. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's sort of like, yeah, it was something that people already did. And, right. you know, I think all the Avengers did like musically videos. Like, I, I don't know if you remember, like when they did a musically video with uh, um, uh, Haley Atwell and, and uh, Chris Evans or something, and they did yeah. a musically at the time. Like that was something that people love to do on Instagram. And they just took that and made it an app on itself. And like, you don't have to look at all the other stuff on Instagram. If you just want to watch videos of people doing a musically thing, like TikTok was, was the place or is the place. And now it's like, it's gone on to, you know, I think I know TikTok mostly for like dancing videos, but there's a lot of other stuff on there. Yeah. I, I realized uh, recently, like, you know, I have some DIY videos. <laughs> yeah. You have uh, you know, angry reactions, but like, I think the positive, DIY like positive, stuff, that's like where, whereas you get older, that's, that's where I know. You just get that. hypnotized like people... with that stuff. I don't know. It's just like, you look at these guys doing crazy, like intricate things and like DIY projects and like, Oh wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe that's an older thing. Cause I'm old for, oh, for the, for the social media generation. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, we're part of like, we're part of the, like the next level of social media. Like we can say we hate it all we want. I, I still go on to see like house flipping stuff and like see what I can do to yeah, all no, of them. Definitely. and go see like the DIY stuff. So it's kind of like, I, I think when we talk about like social media or even like my own like dislike, it's like we're talking about a very specific part of social media where yeah. like, like we said earlier, it's like an ecosystem now. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, this bigger than cable ecosystem. And it's like, it feels like everything is important at the same time. For some reason, when you're on the internet, like it's like, like let's say you're watching TV or something like you, like back in the day, you choose one thing, you you stick to it, whatever. But it's like, yeah, it just feels like everything is important at yeah. once. But but I mean, like, I mean, you, I used to do that with TV. It's like, if I was watching it or watching it with my fam, watching TV with my family, it's like, once something got boring like hey do you want to watch see if there's like tennis on or something it's like okay you yeah. know it's like that there was that kind of skipping you know 
through channels or flipping channels like that's like now now it's called youtube autoplay you know it's it's kind of like uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, there's let that the algorithm take yeah you yeah farther down the rabbit hole <laughs> except that you know you'll always find something that you're mildly at least mildly interested in on on youtube or you know social platforms social media platforms mm-hmm. but like i don't know like i think our our childhoods like you know zero to ten yeah. was much more tactile i yeah. guess like where you know we actually touched things instead yeah. of touching screens yeah and uh but like everyone that was born after the year 2000 uh it's mostly being a digital lifestyle right yeah so it's like i feel i i i feel that a lot of people from you know like the the zoomers or gen zers uh i think it's going to be hard for them to kind of disconnect from um all that stuff yes and i know that's my impression because like from what i've noticed and it it kind of started with like the millennials is that it's like they can kind of handle the overload a little some of them can handle the overload and know kind of how to like separate and that it's like it's, it's like a thing where it's like it's a part of your life but it doesn't have to be everything like the one thing um and it could just be me the one thing i noticed with our that started with like the younger millennials not started, but like, you know, I just noticed it more was that like things like hiking and going outdoors became such a trend. And it was like, it was a thing people did, of course, growing up, but it's like, it wasn't such a trend. And the only reason I can think of that it became a trend was because it like, it became a novelty. Like you're so like, your life is so much about screens that the next new exciting thing is literally going outside. And well, I, I feel I'll, like that's what I'll, led yeah, to like Patagonia. Yeah, I'll know. take your word on that. It, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up in Switzerland, which is filled with mountains and hills and stuff. So yeah. hiking has always been a big thing over there. Yeah. So I don't like ascribe to that theory for that specific country, but I'm sure it might be the case for the US. Yeah. Oh no. Cause like, uh, well, no, I mean like, I'm, I'm in Hawaii, I mean, right? Everyone like, hikes always... over there. <laughs> I mean like <laughs> everyone. Yeah. No, I mean like, it's just it's walking home been... counts as hiking. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's always been a thing. Like, it's always been crowded if you go to the beach or hikes or this or that. But it's like, it's just like, I don't know. Something about it just feels more special now than it used to. And I think the more, to me, of course, like there's a, there's every action has an opposite and equal reaction, right? So the further we live our life in screens, like the further we go into the metaverse, like when the metaverse, whenever that's developed, you're going to have some people that are going to like live their entire lives on it. And that's going to be sad. It might be an advantage to some people who could never leave the house in the first place, but it's going to mm-hmm. be like, you're going to have like the Wally types that just kind of like sit around and whatever, but you're going to have the other side. That's going to like be so anti freaking technology, almost like trying too hard. Like they're going to like scale mountains barefoot or something. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I might be. I might be on that side. I don't know, but it's kind oh, of. I hope uh, so. Hope to see you there because we're running out of stuff to binge. <laughs> we're binging old internet videos now. I'll and, be. Um, uh, like we were I'll, talking about. I'll be posting. Yeah. I'll. I'll be creating podcasts on VH, VHS tapes and uh, <laughs> like cassette tapes, and just uh, putting them in my old like thirty-year-old uh, Chrysler Voyager. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and we don't want to go too 
far down the um, <laughs> old YouTube video, old internet classic video rabbit hole. We we talked about a few videos prior to recording I mean, this. You know, I, that the like is, uh, you go farther yeah, down the rabbit hole. There, yeah, there, there's some you can get to some really like. messed up stuff. Uh, I think that there's does it involve a cup. Yes, does yes, and involve uh, two girls in one cup. Uh, but but it's uh, yeah. Ha, you guys remember that now? Huh? Yeah, you guys remember that now, and you will sorry, never family, take that image out of your head. This. Sorry, uh, sorry, we're. I mean that everybody. that is definitely that is like not safe for that is like not safe for my brain. Uh, yeah that, that's like <laughs> but our, if we're gonna talk honestly about our childhoods that that got passed around like it was like oh yeah that got like everybody knew it and it's kind of like it, it, if you brought it up you could just like it's like seeing like a porn you star see- at the airport like everybody's like, <laughs> like it's like it's everyone like, you know, knows but they don't know admit it is, that they know yeah <laughs> like, I know it's like oh heard. you know her um no i, I might have uh, heard of and it's like you didn't hear you didn't hear about this person. You didn't hear about. Like this I've video. never heard of this video. You, you experienced. What are you talking it. about? You experienced you talking about? it like the rest of us. You but I know, videos. like <laughs> the, something from my parents' generation. I think two girl, like the two girls, one cup of the seventies was like Deep Throat. Uh, yeah, and that was in theaters. Like, and that was in theater. Yeah, they used to I, I don't think we could imagine a time where something like that would be like the marquee in like Times Square. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was like Times Square was famous for having um, you know, um uh, porn playing in theaters. Like you can see it in Taxi Driver, you can see it in like the latest, you know, true crime yeah. Netflix documentary about That's how like, Pee Wee Herman got to jail because he got caught, you know, doing his business in a in a porn theater. I mean they still have those, but it's like I never understood the the Pee Wee Herman phenomenon. Like I never understood that. It's the same thing as like Mr. Bean. It's just like But Mr. Bean is so much better. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually funny. Pee Wee Uh, Herman. We we should go on that Pee Wee Herman is like the original the original (laughs) original internet humor. Okay, we have a list of two people that like originated internet humor now. We have Pee Wee Herman and Flavor Flav <laughs> that we added to this list because <laughs> Pee Wee Herman just makes weird sounds and has a lot of colors and gets big. That was supposedly funny. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah it was like, like okay. And Flavor Flav popularized, you know, having people talk about something serious and just coming out and going, yeah, for whatever reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and wearing, a bit, no, yeah, and wearing no, like I a big chain and with the, with, the, with the clock and. I think Pete yeah. Davidson got one of the clocks. I think Phil Flav gave him a clock, like an honorary Flavor Flav clock. Actually, I don't you know, know, I don't know how, why I started I, thinking I, of that. You know, <laughs> as as longtime viewers of uh, or listeners uh, will know, I, I live in the New York uh, City area, uh, but uh, I, I have not met Pete Davidson in the street yet. I, I want to cross paths with him, but I, I don't go to Staten Island that much. I live on the opposite side of that. Well, he so. kind of looks like. You know, because he's from Staten Island. He looks like seventy percent of the people that you would see just walking around. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if like either of us like passed by him. And yeah, but now kind of, like, thing is, now it. he's you know he's going out with uh, Kim Kardashian. He's in a different you know zone, in a different world. Yeah, he's not going to come where up up where I live. He's <laughs> <laughs> too good still, for that now. He's still in his mom's basement. <laughs> Does Kim Kardashian live there now too? Is that her way of being like? Like roughing it is I'm gonna live. He gets an endless supply of bologna sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) What if Kim Kardashian is that's really why she's doing it? Is that's her version of like roughing it, of like 
you know how like the stereotype of like when rich people go through that phase of like I just want to get grounded and go and meditate in like Machu Picchu or whatever like what if it's like Kim Kardashian is like I want to experience what being like a real you know American is like and then like just lives in a basement with Pete Davidson I mean she's sort of I mean she she has always kind of been in like a celebrity right I mean yeah somewhat I mean, after, you know, uh, her dad uh, was in that, you know, OJ, you know, yeah. um, with the OJ trial and everything, that's what launched their their um, fame. Or I think they recapitalized on it. Yeah. But it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um interesting point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so, yeah, I, I think like once you go down this rabbit hole of, internet you know let's say cult you know video whatever yeah uh it can get pretty dark after you know so you know i I don't encourage everyone to do that but they're you know it's kind of like i you know (laughs) if you know charlie charlie the unicorn to me lives in the same area as like the room but like like you know charlie the unicorn (laughs) is like the internet video equivalent of like except that I think it was done on purpose to be like that. But the room is like the filmmaking equivalent of why Charlie Unicorn is funny. Uh, Except that I think Charlie the Unicorn was on purpose. Whereas like the room is funny, but it wasn't on purpose as far as I can tell. But, (laughs) but I don't know. I've, I, I feel like we should do an episode about the room. One of these days It's just like, we should, I feel like it's, it's going to come back around. Like it's kind of died down and like being talked about for a while. Yeah. I mean, there was a, you know, James Franco movie biopic that they did uh, a few years ago that won some award or other, but I feel like you, you know, the, the original movie is so bizarre yeah, and that's why I put those two things in the same bracket. Is like it's so bizarre yeah. that you don't know why it's good. And I think the lesson for this podcast is uh, if you guys are scared of it, and chances are you're not because you're all internet people. Uh, embrace the bizarre, like seriously, like embrace the bizarre, but like don't get too into it. But yeah. just know where don't let it are take going. over your life. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't get don't don't brush off something like oh this is weird and all of a sudden like people who are in on that humor are like billionaires now like dogecoin i will never get over the fact that like if i just went down the rabbit hole a little bit longer with that doge stuff i would have like i don't know sometimes i I wonder sometimes i wonder if we're more on the fringe because we're not as weird are Uh, we are we not sure about that (laughs) and maybe being weird is the mainstream (laughs) yeah or maybe i i have a theory that everybody that watches those videos and the weird ones on end are the ones that like are like really good at like showing it in real life maybe that's why it's like i don't see as much characters in real life as much anymore it's because like everybody gets it out of their system on the internet and then in real life everyone says hey how are you doing whatever but like it's like every every i don't know you know what I mean? I don't know. No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's morning here, you guys. It's uh, I need coffee. Sorry, I, I had I had a flashback of last week's episode because uh, I just wanted to apologize for my uh, not you know pronouncing things. 
because uh, I had a beer last week yeah. uh, and I don't drink yeah. that much anymore. So whenever I have a beer, it's as if I had like five beers when I was 21, oh, man. Uh, you know? Yeah. Tipsy spoilers. I, I we, don't, we tried to keep yeah. that going and it didn't. Yeah. Um, we tried to keep that. I mean, our email is still tipsy spoilers at, at gmail.com. Gmail. So. <laughs> uh, for you people who want to contact us and tell Please. us if we're doing a shitty job or not, but uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I I had a blast kind of revisiting Charlie the Unicorn, yeah, because it's been a it's one of those things that bring me that that brings me so much joy, yeah. and I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, like when we were talking about this, I was even like. Like while we were talking before the podcast, I had it playing in the background on like really soft. Mm-hmm. And Charlie. I don't know, like I, I have specific memories about like getting shown that like when I was in a choir, when I was in middle school. And it's kind of like that was like my entrance into like something that was a little bit outside of my comfort zone. And then yeah, after watching definitely. that, you know, there was like the Numa Numa guy. There was um and then, my, yeah. and then my, um somewhere along the way yeah. the he-man guy came up and uh chocolate yeah, rain yeah, yeah. that was big chocolate rain chocolate who eventually rain. got a dr pepper um i i think he was the first internet guy that i yeah. knew that like got sponsored because <laughs> when, when he was yeah, in he the really dr. blew pepper up yeah show. yeah and uh he's been in tv shows right yeah but a lot of these guys like yeah it's like a lot of come and go and somewhere along the way the more like 2000 nostalgia becomes a thing like i hope some stuff yeah. gets di- gets dug up because like i i noticed that and maybe it's because i love the 70s and the 80s and 90s became so big is that i noticed that companies tended to want to rush nostalgia a lot so mm-hmm. there was like always this rush like hey where's the chocolate rain guy now where's the numa numa guy now and it's only been like three to five years out but now that it's kind of like you know like i can't wait for the day when people truly start to look back at stuff at like chart of the unicorn and it really has kind of like like a unifying effect you know yeah like because yeah. nobody's talking about it right now i think we need when we need charlie the unicorn to, need, to we need charlie the unicorn to come back yes and i think yeah. that's what we're going to end on you know yeah uh no i just want to say thank you guys for listening to us uh i i don't think we say that enough yeah uh for you true believers out there in san diego yeah uh, <laughs> i mean we, we tease and, and we say like yeah the, the i mean, always say san diego san Jose, we, we, have, whatever, but... we have like i think like our first listeners they were both um we had big numbers from san diego and ohio at the yeah. beginning and now like it's more generalized kind of mostly in the U S of course, but you know, we have some listeners all over the world. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you so much, but yeah. Okay. So you guys can find us on uh, Facebook at uh, you know, at what we binge on Instagram as well at what we binge. Uh, hey, give us some feedback. Uh, uh, send us an email. We, we love emails. Uh, I'll repeat it again. Tipsy spoilers at <laughs> gmail.com. And yeah. uh, you can find us on uh, all major podcasting platforms like, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, yeah. um, you know, and all the 
iHeart, you know, the second tier ones, uh, you know, I'd say Pandora. Pandora isn't really second tier, right? But we are on Pandora, yeah. iHeartRadio. I think our uh, next Audible. goal should be like get up on like Sirius XM or something. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, but the thing is like you, you actually, they actually pay you to be on Sirius XM, I think. They pay you? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's not like right. a platform where you can just be like, hey, I want to be there. It's not like Google Podcasts where yeah. you're just there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they only let you get on Sirius XM if uh, like you, you know, you're, I guess you have big numbers. All right. Or, yeah. But anyway. Uh, right. Keep supporting us people. So keep we supporting can us. reach our goals. We're, we're, yes, we're, we're, we're doing the work. Uh, trying. <laughs> chugging along. We're chugging. Chugging along. Chug, chug, chug. Choo-choo. Anyway. Peace. Peace.